Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In 1863, the New York Herald published this story regarding President Lincoln's response to criticism of General Grant. A committee of abolition war managers waited upon the president and demanded the general's removal on the false charge that he was a whiskey drinker and little better than a common drunkard. Ah, exclaimed honest old Abe, you surprise me, gentlemen, but can you tell me where he gets his whiskey? We cannot, Mr. President, but why do you desire to know? Because if I can only find out, I will send a barrel of this wonderful whiskey to every general in the army. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Welcome to the show today. Uh, So talking about whiskey, what's going on here? Whiskey, General Grant, Abraham Lincoln, uh, sharing another selection today from Tomorrow Together, Essays of Hope, Healing, and Humanity. And uh, we're getting, if you're listening in real time, we're getting into the the gift-giving season. And so hope you might consider a uh, copy of Tomorrow Together for the folks in your life who like uh, personal essays, inspiration, observational uh, humor insights, and questions that make us pause and reflect. It's available Barnes & Noble, Amazon, IndieBound, wherever you buy books. All right, so what are we talking about here? We're talking about people and trees, ultimately, is our topic. But to get into that, starting with this anecdote from the 1800s about Lincoln telling these uh, men who were complaining about General Grant, you know, I want to get a barrel of the whiskey that uh, he drinks and send it to all of my generals. No one's quite sure if Lincoln actually said this. And if he did, it's likely he took inspiration from others before him who had said similar witty things. And my favorite of these might be King George II. An advisor of his criticized one of the king's military appointments, saying, he's unfit for the role because he's a madman. And the king responded, I hope that the appointee would bite some of his other generals and transmit that madness. Obviously happy with his performance and wanted that to spread. Over in Washington, D.C., just seven miles away from the Lincoln Memorial, where, by the way, there is no mention of General Grant's whiskey, there's another national treasure, the United States National Arboretum. Can't encourage you enough to check it out. Winding roads and trails uh, will take you through groves of holly and magnolia trees, Japanese woodlands, incredible azaleas, dogwoods. There's a grove of every state tree and a real panoramic view of the Anacostia River. It's one of my very favorite places in the district. But of all the wonders that are there in the Arboretum, my favorite is the National Bonsai Museum. It's home to more than 300 of the most incredible bonsai trees that I've ever seen. And at the heart of the collection is one of my very favorite trees in the entire world. Not just my favorite in the collection, one of my favorite trees, period. 
It's a nearly 400-year-old Japanese pine. One time I visited the museum in mid-July. It was 98 degrees and raining, and despite the rain, you know, when I got to that tree, I paused and was looking at it and standing there, taking in the magnitude of that tree. My eyes teared up. I actually, you know, had tears blending in with the rain. It was a very poignant moment for me. And to understand why a tree could produce such deep emotions, you got to understand a little bit about bonsai. The trees grow in pots. You probably know that. They're in little pots, and both the branches and roots of the trees are regularly pruned, trimmed, and guided to help create and reveal the shape. And as a result, bonsai trees can require near daily care to survive because they're in the smaller pot, they're under more stress than it would be in nature. And so to see this tree is to see the many generations of Japanese families that cared for this beautiful work of living art for centuries. So looking at this 400-year-old tree, I see a testament to human creativity and discipline. But it's more than that. In August 1945, that tree and the family that cared for it survived the atomic bombing of Hiroshima. And then 30 years later, it was gifted to the United States by Japan during the U.S. Bicentennial Celebration. So I look at that tree and I see artistry, history, war, peace. The artistry and history of it all are overwhelming. The first time that I visited the Bonsai Museum, I asked one of the gardeners, how do you make these trees so beautiful? And he was an older guy and he cocked his head, he squinted an eye and he said, son, you don't make a tree do anything. That's not our job. Bonsai isn't about making a tree beautiful. You care for the tree you find the beauty and strength it already has and reveal that. I think the bonsai gardener would have got along well with Abraham Lincoln or King George, though maybe without the biting, because people are a lot like trees. You can't make a tree do something, and the same holds true for people. And as a leader, I mean, this is true as human beings in general, but particularly from a leadership perspective, there is peace and joy in appreciating people for who they are, to see their beauty and strength, to enjoy and celebrate each person's unique energy, talents, personalities, skills, their interests, their abilities, all that they add to the world and to your life. And unless it's truly toxic or harmful or keeping them from being effective or harming the team, to let the rest go. No person brings the entire package to their work. No tree brings everything for every environment that you could possibly want. That's not how any of it works. And so can we embrace, enjoy the beauty and strength that people do bring and invest in that? Until next time, be the leader you'd want your boss to be. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.